0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorsshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello, and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming program author, Randy Rolfe. And she is the author of The Single Ingredient Diet, Transform your relationship to food in just 21 days. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Randy, how are you?
1: Good. Thank you, Don.
0: You know, the title of your book kind of suggests a unique approach to dieting. Could you elaborate on the concept of a single ingredient diet? And how is this different from, say, traditional diets?
1: Yes, absolutely. The single ingredient diet is a diet program. It's not just to lose weight. So many diets are these days about weight. But as I understand it, the weight problem is because of the way we're eating. So this book is all about how to choose foods that will really nourish you and keep you the right weight rather than, fill you with non-foods that cause disease so this book is completely different in not eliminating any kind of food it's not about don't eat meat or don't eat fruit it's about eating real food instead of non-food
0: so who did you write your book for specifically who's your target audience here
1: Well, I've been teaching nutrition for 50 years, and I've watched people being sucked into more and more and more processed foods with non-foods included in their food products. So it's aimed at people who don't understand how they're being misled by processed foods, trying to read all the ingredients and figure out if they're getting the nutrients they want Instead of focusing on what's really meant to be eaten for health and long life, so I'm looking for mainly people who are in charge of a family because when you get whoever's doing the cooking or the planning, you affect the whole family. And I have done a lot of family counseling and as well as individuals. And so I really am aiming at families.
0: So, did you say non food?
1: Yes, I did. I consider the food products that are highly packaged and highly processed, they refine foods like corn and wheat and sugar until it's just a pure kind of chemical. And then they add all kinds of man-made chemicals to make it taste and texturize and act like a real food. So I call them non-foods because it's a big distinction. And the single ingredient is to remind you of start with something that your grandmother would recognize, apple or celery or wheat, that kind of thing, rather than some ice cream that has 17 ingredients. You can make your own ice cream from three ingredients. You don't need 17
0: So do you think we're naturally weak-willed or lazy when it comes to this ultra-processed food and maybe not getting enough exercise?
1: I love this question because we are being taught that that is our problem, that we just can't resist sweet foods and we just don't exercise enough. Well, it's the processed foods that actually make us feel that way. If you look at a four-year-old, they love to eat but they also love to be active and we are all like that and we're being seduced into wanting sweet all the time because processed foods robs us of our energy so we need an energy pickup every two hours with some kind of sweet thing but we are not naturally lazy or weak-willed and get easily tempted. We're just being deceived into thinking that's the way we are. So my diet re-educates the body so that you get your energy and you really don't want that highly sweetened, doctored stuff. So how did you come up
0: with the idea that a 21-day program could make a significant impact on our relationship to food?
1: Well, it's well known in the personal growth field that it only takes a short time to really change habits. So the book is designed to help you know enough to want to change your habits. And in 21 days, if you really are strict and only use real foods and don't use any of the processed packaged foods, then your body will be re-educated. within a very short time, you will have more energy, you'll sleep better, your skin will get better, digestion will get better. Things can change very quickly when you just do away with all the non-food ingredients that we're consuming.
0: So what kind of research or perhaps personal experiences influenced the development of this diet, and how do you ensure its effectiveness within such a relatively short time frame?
1: Well, I've been researching this since I was 22. I was a practicing lawyer, but I didn't know what I should be cooking, and I was a doctor's daughter. I thought I should be able to know what to prepare for me and my husband, and so that's when my research started, and I've been using the single ingredient diet for me and my family for 51 years now. So I know it works. And my fellow lawyers started asking me what I was learning about my reading. And I was able to help them just over lunch, giving them some hints about how to eat better and get more concentration and more energy And I've been teaching it ever since. I did actually eventually quit law to write more books about healthy families and healthy nutrition.
0: So how do you address common challenges or skepticism people might have about the idea of transforming this in 21 days?
1: Well, it's a challenge because we are being constantly gaslighted to think that we're weak-willed and lazy and to think that we just can't resist these temptations of the processed foods. In fact, I find many articles at the end they'll say, "Oh, but we love them." And even the the government recommendations say eat eat good foods for 85% of your calories, but 15% eat the fun foods. So again, they're programming us to think that the fun foods come in packages with all these ingredients. And so in 21 days, if you really look at what you're eating, your body will tell you that the real food that's going to keep you healthy and happy is in the single-ingredient foods.
0: So do you think we're getting more chronic diseases now because we're living so much longer than before?
1: Oh, I love this question. I consider this one of the leading myths that is being perpetrated on us because the fact is, that most people, we talk about, oh, we used to die at 40. But that was because the statistics included children. And babies and children did not live long. That's why we are physically designed to have 8 to 10 children, because we would lose so many kids. But if you take the statistical likelihood of a 50-year-old How long would they live? We've only added 10 years in the last 120 years. And those last 10 years today are not the highest quality. And our chronic diseases are coming younger and younger and younger. So don't believe it when they say, oh, well, you're over 40. These things start to happen. They don't have to. I'm 76 and they don't happen if you're taking care of your body. I can't say we prevent chronic diseases, but you can definitely reduce the risk of the chronic diseases that are affecting our lives and killing us early now.
0: So is polyunsaturated fat from processed seed oils really healthier than saturated animal fats?
1: Well, this is a really important point because in the 60s or 70s we were told that saturated fat from animals was bad and that the polyunsaturated fat from corn oil and peanut oil and safflower oil and was much healthier and this was actually a Completely misleading. These seed oils are completely overprocessed, but they make it possible to manipulate foods into all these wonderful candies and baked goods and cereals and sodas. And very few people realize there's polyunsaturated fat in their sodas. And it's completely dangerous for the body because there's very high omega-6 and not enough omega-3 in these processed seed oils. And omega-6, if it's out of proportion, is known to be carcinogenic. While there's never been any proof that saturated animal fats cause a problem, the only problem they cause is if you're not getting organic animals because the fat holds the toxins that the animals have been consuming if they're being fed hormones and antibiotics and poor food. So avoiding the seed oils is one of the best things you can do, along with avoiding pure sugar. And animal fats, if you have healthy animals that are organically raised, herd on grass and so on, grass-fed animals, the fat is just fine. And no one's going to consume whole mouthfuls of fat, but you don't have to be afraid of it either. So
0: in your opinion, what's the absolute simplest way to optimize chances for a long, healthy life?
1: I love that question because it is the single ingredient foods. To eat a whole variety of foods, as wide a variety as you can, and have them be real food that are as close to possible as nature and just traditionally processed, as your great-grandmother would have done it. And I encourage people that have a definite ethnic background to think about what their grandmother or great-grandmother cooked because most old cultures have figured out how to combine different foods to make them keep people healthy for a lifetime. But they all start with foods, not with refined overprocessed foods added to chemicals.
0: So, do you think we can rely on the government to assure the quality of the food we're eating?
1: No, that's a great question because in many cases the regulators are waiting to get a job with the chemical companies and food processors when they retire from the government and the lobbyists are extremely powerful in our agencies to convince that the regulations should not impact the profits of the food processing companies. So all the government regulations, they listen to a whole lot of scientists who recommend what should be told to the public, and then they put it out there to the industry and Every time the industry says, well, you can't say this, you can't say that, you can't tell them the seed oils are bad because we need them for all our products. And you can't tell them that substitute sugars are dangerous because we need them to convince people that they're not getting too many calories or sugar. So we cannot rely on the government to be telling us how to eat. So in your
0: opinion, what makes the single ingredient diet sustainable past the 21 days?
1: Oh, great question. Because, of course, I'm asking people to be really strict, to re-educate their bodies about what real food tastes like. And believe me, it tastes a whole lot better than the processed foods. They keep coming out with new products because we get bored with all the processed foods. It's not really satisfying. So you learn in the 21 days what your body really wants and you feel a bit more energized. So you want to continue. And then if you want to, you know, not make everything from scratch all the time, you can choose things that only have ingredients that you would bring into your kitchen and could make for yourself like I've made mayonnaise, I've made tomato sauce. You can do that yourself, but only buy things that you could do by yourself. So you don't have hydrogenated vegetable oil to cook with. You don't have hydrolyzed protein to cook with. You don't put aspartame in your bakery goods. So just buy things that The ingredients are just things that you would bring into your house normally. And so I do find people do continue because they feel so much better after they learn to choose real foods.
0: Do you have any success stories?
1: Sure, yes, so many. I've helped kids and families, and I've had people who thought that they were allergic to wheat and discovered if they ate organic wheat, it was no longer a problem. I've had people lose weight easily by telling them that the fats are all right. They were afraid of fats and eating too many carbohydrates, sugars and baked goods, and were eating every two hours and just putting on weight. They didn't even know what hunger felt like. Once they started eating some real fats, coconut oil, putting butter on their bread, they were satisfied and they could wait till the next meal until they felt like eating and lost weight really easily. And that's a really important point now because so many people don't realize they think they're addicted to food, they're just addicted to processed food.
0: Can you share a short excerpt from your book?
1: Oh, sure. I'd love to. I remember when my mom in her 70s asked me if I had any idea why she was having skin breakouts and gastrointestinal problems, which she'd never had before. I'd noticed that she was having bouts of unexplained anxiety, too. I knew she was doing most of the things I'd recommended to her previously, and she was taking the food supplements I had recommended, but still her problems persisted. After hours of researching her symptoms, I brought her a list of the effects of poisoning from aspartame, the most popular artificial sweetener. As she read the list, she was astonished. She said, but Randy, this is me. How can this be? I've been eating low-calorie, low-sugar foods for over 30 years. I had to say, well, mom, I guess it finally caught up with you. I invited my sister to help me rid our mother's refrigerator, freezer, and pantry of foods containing aspartame. It took us all afternoon, and my mother wasn't happy. We got rid of two-thirds of what she'd been eating. Then we shopped for her to replace her foods with real foods. We didn't want to take her with us on the first trip because we knew her anxiety would have gone through the roof. For one thing, she kept saying, if I don't buy light and no sugar, won't I blow up like a balloon? To her credit, she was willing to follow our wishes because she knew things were only getting worse with her symptoms, and she knew I'd been learning this stuff for decades. So after we'd restocked her kitchen, we took her with us for a tour of the food store to show her where to look for real food free of artificial sweeteners. In two weeks, all her symptoms were gone. Her skin felt good again, and she didn't gain weight and her digestion was better, and her food tasted better, and she had no more anxiety attacks. So then she said to us, why doesn't everybody know about this? So that's why I wrote the book, so everybody could know about it. Thank you for letting me read that story. So as an
0: author, what do you hope readers will take away from your book?
1: A whole new way of thinking about food and relating to food. And food is one of the main ways we relate to nature. Get back to your real power of your body and of your spirit and of your mind to believe that you can be healthy for a long lifetime and use your food to support healthy body function so that's what I want them to take away that they can be healthy they have the power they have control over their diet and just educating themselves they can enjoy food without guilt or confusion or conflict
0: so where can readers find out more about you and your book
1: well it's available on Amazon it was one of their hot new releases and I also can invite you to my website, singleingredientdiet.com, which has a free training on it. And I also offer a free consultation at that website and also on my website, randyrolf.com. And all my books are available on the randyrolf.com website as well on parenting and other aspects of health.
0: Well, this has been just great our guest today has been randy rolfe and she is the author of the single ingredient diet transform your relationship to food in just 21 days randy thanks very much for being with us today
1: thank you so much don it's been a pleasure
0: this is don mccauley wrapping up another edition of the author show go out there buy the book today and please share this interview with your friends so that they too have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a really great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. theauthorshow.com Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.